0: what does it look like to come
1: into the context of a body i didn't know i had this weakness towards annoying people (laughs) until i met you praise god it's those
0: people who are willing to submit themselves to a community yes that they thrive yes that's where you thrive i have a call well that call is worked out within the body there is no lone ranger christianity like and I think it's a ploy of the enemy
1: to pick you off. Getting up on Sunday morning in your boxers, watching the most awesome church in the country online—you can't call that going to church, because there's—it's—it's. It's, the end of the day, it's selfish.
0: I want to talk to you on this podcast. Something I've, uh, you and I have actually been talking about is—you know—we we believe right that everybody hears the voice of the Lord, right? So Absolutely. flat out. Everybody can hear the voice of the Lord, whether you're saved or not, saved or not. Now that'd be a whole nother, which is true, right? But what we're saying or what I'm seeing in these days is what does it look like to come into the context of a body, right? Because I hear the voice of the Lord, but it's a whole nother thing to entrust myself to a body of believers. And and you and I have always said, you know, the body affirms the call. So you, you know, you have someone come and say, Hey, you know, I'm called to do this. Well, it's the body of believers that is going to come around them and say, hey, listen,
1: we recognize this, we see this, we bless this, go. Talk to us about it. Well, that's the best illustration. That's the best way to approach it, as you said. I will touch on, everybody can hear the voice of the Lord. In John uh, 16, You know, conviction is how we come to the Lord. We just don't decide Hmm. to come to the Lord. So hearing the voice of the Lord is the prevenient grace of God for everybody. So everybody can hear him. Absolutely. In the Old Testament, they hear, you know, yep. I mean, Saul, who was called a, a prophet on his way to kill David, he yeah. was hearing the voice of the Lord, him and right. his whole group. So everybody can hear the voice of the Lord. That's the, good. the problem, um, the problem happens or the problem arises, especially for believers who, you know, obviously can't, he's living inside of us. It's a whole nother hearing. Um, but the problem is, is there's maturity and there's, there's growth. And um, I'm under the impression that, you know, we, we were not meant to interpret his voice um, in isolation. That's and, good. Yeah, and you gave the great, the best illustration for that is a calling. You know, I have a call. Well, that call is worked out within the body. In the context um, of the body. Yeah, and that's what ordination is. Um and that was both an old covenant idea and a new covenant idea. Yes. But is really strong in the new covenant that ordination was very public, you know, it was I have a call, and then the body recognizes that call and gives a platform within the body. Yeah. So like in my denomination, okay, I'm a Nazarene guy, um, I love how we handle ordination. It's right. a really big deal. It's not just I go to a local congregation and okay, yeah, we like you. We're gonna get you give you an ordination. Right. The ordination the church of the Nazarene is this long six to 10 year process that has educational, um, you know, requirements has character requirements, um, relational. Like even now I've been ordained since 2001, I think. But, um, even now I am in relationship with my body of an ongoing relationship. Yeah. And, and accountability. So that's the greatest, like anybody can say, I got a call or I got a word of the Lord. But it has to be received by the body and affirmed by the body. That, that's a, that's just a fundamental New Testament.
0: And I I love that. And I you were actually telling us, you know, you came a couple weeks here at Thursday, and you were talking about the Church of Antioch, right? And you were talking about how it was, you know, prophets and teachers, and Paul, Paul and Silas were sent out from Antioch, right? So this yes. is you know Acts uh, thirteen, yep, Acts yep, eleven, Acts yep, thirteen. Yep. yep. So they were actually sent out, right? So they're praying, fasting. Holy Spirit speaks, says, "Hey, set set Paul and Silas, or Paul and Silas, for the work of the Lord." Right? And so they were sent out. Okay. So I was I was just been reading, and reading, reading through this, and I came down to the dispute between Paul and Silas Barnabas. over John Mark, right? Barnabas, Paul, and Barnabas. Barnabas, yeah, Barnabas. right, Barnabas. Right. So he goes out with, with with John Mark. So so they get in this huge dispute like a sharp it says sharp dispute which i didn't i didn't dive into that but it's like a sharp dispute right paul and barnabas so it says verse 39 they were contentious so they were so sharp they parted from one another so barnabas took mark sailed to cyprus but paul chose silas and departed being commended by the brother so i i deep dive the word commended Mm. okay which is interesting so commended actually means to yield to submit to entrust so the idea is paul went back to the church of antioch and to the leaders of antioch and he went back and said hey this is what's going on this is what i want to do and so he didn't just go rogue and be like well i'm just taking Silas and i'm out of here he went back to the body and said listen this is what happened this is what i want to do what do you think and and they commended him and so that is so significant because paul you know, wrote most of the new Testament. And he was, I mean, he was everywhere, right? Like he was a missionary. He was constantly out, but even Paul saw the value of entrusting himself to a body. Yes. That is huge. Absolutely. And it's actually where we also, you can actually get the word betrayal from there. Right. Really? Yes. Because in order for me to yield, submit and trust myself to you, that's where betrayal can happen. Right. But i love that because i think what happens in the 21st century right like you and i have been talking about this dude log on to internet right like youtube you can watch a phenomenal apostle if you like apostles prophet teacher i mean you could pick right church Church, like you could pick the best looking church the whatever like you could go on there you could hear an awesome sermon from people who are just so well gifted at communication right and so what happens is people in the 21st century come and say well you know, Hey, I go here. Well, I go to this church and, and you know, you and I is like, well, have you ever been there? Well, no, I'm, I have been there, but I've been on the couch watching from afar. And that's not it. See, that's not what we're talking about. See what you've been, you've been stressing to us in our community is like, you have to have a local context body, which is this, Yes, like you have got to yield, submit, surrender yourself to a group of people and come underneath them even when you don't agree with them. Absolutely. You know, yes. if you do that, and if Paul did that, then we have to do that, right? Absolutely. That's huge. And you and I have been talking about that because, you know, people find freedom, right? Like they come to Elhop and they find freedom, and then they go back and, you know, and they're immature, you know, or whatever, and they're zealous and passionate because they found this freedom. And the and church. Just,
1: yeah. And the church and the pastor isn't spiritual enough. And right. so they're going to go off and, you know,
0: Right. We're going to start our own thing or whatever. And it's like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Right. Put yourself under the body, like put yourself and trust yourself to this body. Cause Paul did it. Right. Yes. So and you've said this, there is no lone ranger Christianity. No, like, and I think it's a ploy of the enemy to pick you off without a doubt. Yeah. Like if he can get you out of the body, like yeah. if he can get you out of community, right. Then you're going to be isolated alone. He's gonna be able to pick you off. Yep. Right.
1: Absolutely. In fact, so, um, i were to comment on that um i think it's pretty evident when you get into paul talking about the gifts of the body yeah. um and it it all um it's like the design of god and the holy spirit is to cause um a, an interdependence on the moving in the spirit as it moves within the context of the body mm, so like you that. have that's yeah, good, yeah that's so a
0: interdependence
1: you, yes for instance, you the Holy have spirits can move in the context of the body. right? So someone stands up and speaks in an unknown tongue. <laughs> yeah. There is someone who has an interpretation of tongue. So it's not the guy speaks in an untoned tongue and then he interprets the tongue. Right. And do that. Um, and again, I said this, even in the old Testament, um, I, I love Daniel. I just did a, I've done a study. I've been studying Daniel forever right. and there's a pattern in Daniel. You know, people look at Daniel as this tremendous prophet, um, and he was in a very real sense isolated. And so yeah. uh, the reason I've studied him, in part at least in that this conversation, is you know people's like, well, hold on, you have Daniel, you know, and he he got dreams and he had visions, and you know um, he didn't have anybody to process and interpret those. He wasn't relying on anybody else. Well, you know, actually, he was okay. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was Gabriel. Okay, yeah. he didn't even maybe there was no. God's always going to send an interdependent kind of partnership so, okay. yeah so like you have nebuchadnezzar in chapter two who has who has the dreams yeah and they calls daniel and because he wasn't able to interpret them no one was and he calls daniel and says you're able to daniel says actually i'm not able to either but my god is and so there is a dream given and then there's an interpretation by someone else and then daniel has this similar dream in chapter seven doesn't understand it gabriel comes and gives you know interpretation so you have vision, you know, interpretation over and over, dream interpretation over and over. And that, that's kind of this fundamental community idea. And I, I go back to um, Genesis chapter 2. Hey, God's done all this creating, and it's all killer. It's all, like, really good. In fact, he gets done on the seventh day, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to sit back and watch this. This is yeah. like, I killed it, right? Yeah. And so— Come to chapter two, and he looks at, he looks at uh, Adam when he specifically brings, brings uh, the animals to him to be named. And he's watching Adam, and he's like, this ain't good. And that was the first time he said that. He's like, this ain't good. Wow. Adam needs, he needs someone to fight with. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't think that's the, actually, right were, <laughs> I don't think that's yeah. Ben. But he needs someone for pushback. He needs someone yep. to process. He needs someone to lean on. He needs someone to process with. He needs someone that's to partner with. So and, um, cause the Trinity is community. So, yeah. uh, you know, in the church today, um, you know, we don't put a lot of high, um, high stress or a high emphasis, uh, on, uh, community and fellowship and, um, you know, relationship and, and forgiveness is a community thing. Forgiveness is a relational thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and so you can't, and I'm just saying this for whatever camera's on me, Yeah. you cannot, um, you cannot call getting up on Sunday morning in your boxers and watching the most awesome church in the country online. You can't call that going to church. Because mm-hmm. there's, it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's selfish. It's one way. Right. It's me. Right. It's you about know. fulfilling. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that's actually really good. You really find your identity, like you're saying,
0: in community. In the interdependence. And you, I think so. So you got the Trinity, interdependent. You got Adam and Eve. So, so interesting, so interesting, because I think there's such a, man, there's such an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And so people are, just, I mean, they're hearing from the Lord. Everybody hears from the Lord, but then there's people with, with passion and zeal, but it's those people who are willing to submit themselves to a community Yes,
1: that they thrive. Like, yes. That's where you thrive. Yeah, you're not going to make, and, and you said it right. I go around all these places yeah. and we hold, for those of you who um, are wondering, we, we do, we hold here. Um, a freedom weekend where people yeah. can come. I mean, I go into services and you know, the one, in, and I'm going to refer to this, this person is filled with demons, like horrific background, uh, has not been coming to church is not saved, believes in the Lord loves, I think, you know, to, in their own mind, they love the Lord. Right. Um, and I, I couldn't really do that at the altar. I didn't have right. that you kind don't of have time. time. Yeah. Right. So we were like, come here. Well, they come here and get radically saved. Come here with yes. some family members who get healed. I mean, it's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. But then go back and still love the Lord, good good things. But want, almost, get, it, it's. I believe it's a ploy of the enemy to estrange them from the safety of the body.
0: Yeah, that's a good and way begin to make, put
1: it. They begin to make decisions independent from uh, the authority of the body of Christ. And all that stuff begins to come back. Yes. So, and we're finding that. We're finding uh, up in North Dakota, there's a... Know, I have some friends that come back to a church, and they're like, "I'm not sure our church is, you know, they're not, they're they're not, they don't look like you know the awakening. They don't look like El Hop. Right. No, that's okay, right? Maybe okay. God wants to birth something there through you, and it happens in relationship and coming under authority, not this rogue thing. No, it ever. isn't. It isn't. And
0: if Paul, who could have been rogue because <laughs> he was traveling everywhere, said, "Hey, this is important enough that I'm submitting myself underneath this," you know. And I, I think, uh, I really think that's where you find, you know, your level of maturity. Cause what happens when you're under that body of believers and they say, no, you know, and I always, you know, you and I talk about this, you know, we, we have, you know, many interns and sons and daughters, like spiritual sons and daughters everywhere. And, and, um, you know, you don't promote on gifts, right? Like no. we promote on character, right? That's a big thing at Lhop. Like we want to know who you are. Like we want to see fruit more so, than just your gifting, right? We want to see fruit in your life. Like character. we want to see character.
1: Like That's norms. how we get in the kingdom.
0: Yeah. It it's is. not gifts. It's not Many gifts. Many are going to say, I yield your name, prophesied your name, <laughs> preach your name, cast right. out
1: demons. But I never Paul knew Paul was a prophet, or Saul was a prophet in the Old Testament Why he was going to kill David. Yes. Not giftings. It's not giftings. Calls and giftings are irrevocable. And That's that needs so washed good. out a little bit. But, yes. Yeah, then he's washed out a little bit. But, you know, yeah, it's it's character. We promote right. on We promote on character, right? Yeah. And so we got, you know, these sons and daughters everywhere.
0: And I heard one guy said this. He, he said, you know, you want to see how fast how mature your spiritual son or daughter is underneath you, tell them no. See how they respond. Right? Yeah. Just to see how they respond. Cause because are you gonna be like, okay, you know, if I'm if I'm under a covering, right? Like let's say I'm I'm operating at a church, right? And so I I would go to the pastor and I'd be like, well, maybe I have a word of knowledge, you know. And and he'd be like, Yeah, you know, release that. But if he says no then I'm not, I'm not going to be like, well, I'm going to release sin anyways. Right. That's he's, what he's, happens. Yeah. I was going to do it anyways. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to come underneath him. And I feel good because I was like, Lord, listen, you're going to have to tell him. Right. Cause I did my job. Like I told him, I told it, I told it to the guy above me. Right. who has a higher pay grade. And so I told it to him, you're going to have to, you're going to have to hound him because of the sh- it's off of me. Right. <laughs> and it, and it literally differentiates between, no, I'm actually being led by the spirit or I'm, I'm operating in some type of fleshly, like I want recognition or giftings, or I just want to be used by the Lord. And all that stuff reeks of not knowing your identity. You don't know your identity. You, you don't, don't know, know you're you a son, right? So so I can be comfortable with no, because, and there might be things that happen. As a matter of fact, at LHOP, there was, you know, I brought it to a leadership team and there was something that I thought, I had a personal thought, and they had a different personal thought. And they were like, hey, listen, this is the decision. You know, this is what we think. And I was like, okay. You know, and it was hard for me. It was the right decision, but it was a hard decision, but it was beautiful because it was like, okay, Lord, you know, this is why we have this covering. Like, this is why we have people who, who can guide and direct. And that's why the body's there to affirm because
1: we're for each other. And it's huge in this day. Like we're seeing this. Let me, let me say this. I go to churches and I've been preaching and teaching and traveling a long time. Yeah. It's like 28th year traveling. <laughs> and yeah <laughs> I know years old years so um, we um, I run into people that you know they just like I'm to them what what like other people are to me there's people yeah. I watch online and I'm like oh that's just you know they really speak into my heart yes they're not my pastor right okay so over the body of believers in Ephesians chapter 4 and I'm putting out Uh, I've done, I've released the first one on the apostle and I'm doing the second one this week on a prophet and probably hopefully this week on evangelist, but I need to get those done. Uh, But those are over the body of believers that they may be mature, complete, raised up, finished growing. That's all Paul's language in Ephesians chapter four, 11 and 12. Yeah. So when I get saved, when I, Come into a relationship with jesus he immediately puts me in a body of believers with someone he's called put his spirit in as a shepherd that i'm going to grow and flourish under yeah that's if, good yeah that's in the body yeah that's in within the body of believers it's like almost like christian social development yeah right yeah get into the body you're going to have differences of opinion you're going to learn how not to pick up offense. fence yeah to learn how to forgive yes you're going to learn to you know to have relationship with people that are not like you yes you know right. it's you true know. Yeah. This it's true and, and, the, and it's hysterical because the body has all these groups in it you've got worship people yeah it's hysterical i come out of services and the worship people are like oh it was great but we needed more worship and then all the like teacher people are like oh dude it's fantastic but we need less worship we need to hear more of the word we need more of the word man you know and then the evangelism person is like no no no, dude, that was outstanding but we need more lost people in here you know we're the only one and i'm just looking around i'm like how do we stay together right right? right, yeah so we're i think that's valuable you're you're, you're becoming mature learning how to live with people not everything that goes through my mind comes out my mouth. Right. You know, yes. learning how to be gracious, learning yes. how to see, that's, that's where, uh, you know, that's where growth happens. It really is. Yeah. And there's
0: things that I think get revealed in community that you yes. don't even realize they're there. If you're isolated by yourself, you right? probably should explain that. Yeah. So what happens in the context of relationship there, there could be something that rubs up against you. And it's in the context of the relationship that you see that. Yes. And then you're like, Oh, wait a second. I didn't even know that was in my heart. Like, I didn't even realize that I was down there. But it's when that person's standing in front of me that I,
1: I see that. I didn't I go, know I okay, had Lord. this weakness yes. towards annoying people <laughs> until I met you. <laughs> yeah. Praise God. Praise <laughs> <the> Lord. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I probably should say
0: that. That's oh, so good. Well, this has been good. This has been really good. Well, uh, hey, subscribe to our podcast. We got Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Hit subscri- subscribe to it. And uh, we are so thankful that you joined us for this podcast.
1: Check, 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 check. What's up, Master B? Is that, is that good right there? That's good. That's how I'm gonna talk. I'm talking in rap language the whole rap time. Rap language, it'll be rappy. He's <clears throat> it, gonna wrap it in. My ultimate, my alternate ego is is called um, Leland. <laughs> Lilo. It's called Lilo.